Dwayne Wade is the unequivocal GOAT. Fake news. What up, what up, what up? It's Nick and Mikey B from the What's the Headquarters coming to you live on Twitch. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Episode 2, Beantown at 305, all right? Bringing you sports talk from Boston to Miami and more. Today's topics, Dwayne Wade's braids, okay? How clutch is that, dude? I like his braids. That's all we'll say for now. The Lakers' chances at making the playoffs. And reluctantly, will Tom Brady win a seventh ring? No, I don't want to hear. With that, let's get started. All right. Did you not see Dwayne Wade make a miraculous shot? So how clutch was he during that night? game? My we'll actual favorite sports, part. We'll my actual favorite part was the layup he did. I didn't even care about the end of the game shot. Did you see the layup? It was a very acrobatic layup. It was like cutting through three defenders. So his, so his shot off of his wrong foot after being blocked by two people for the game winner was. We'll boil that down to luck. That's that's what we'll say. Do you know he's got the most clutch shots in the league since 2003? Listen, Except for one that, person. That is probably very front-weighted. No, no, no. No, no. Definitely not. You I, know who beats him? Kobe. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Hmm. Random stat of the day. <laughs> is he – he's got to be in your top five shooting guards of all time. Is he not? I, he is. Um, I actually made put together a list. Let's see what I got. A list? You can't just go – I mean – Let's see what I got for him, Mikey B. All right, number one, we'll go with MJ. Obviously. Uh, reasoning, okay. he's the GOAT. Sure, okay. I don't think nothing else has to be said there. No. Number two, Kobe. He's got five rings, all with the Lakers, <clears throat> and he won two more hey, without man, Shaq. Thank you for watching. All with Shaq and Pau Gasol. Okay. Well, Pau Gasol sure. was a good player, but he wasn't uh, He was the reason they won. Place. Regardless, Wade's number three. He's got three rings. Uh, two of those were with LeBron, so... A little bit lower than Kobe's. The LeBron, he who he showed how to win. Sure, I'm not taking anything away. He's number three all time on my list. Great player. Okay. But scoring averages a little bit lower than MJ and Kobe. Less rings. Um, did jump to a couple of different franchises. So I take that away from him too. I, I like the guy that stays. He with played the same a franchise. year and a half away from Miami. That's he tried okay. something new. It doesn't matter. He went to MJ the went to the Wizards, but it was at the end of his career. Kobe wanted to be traded. I like that Wade came back. Anyways, number four, we'll go to OG, Jerry West. Just a boss all around. Number five, I got a surprise for you. I don't know if you're going to agree with this one. I'm not. I'm going to put James Harden number five right now. MVP year, uh, 32 games in a row scoring 30-plus points. In the scoring conver- in the best scorers ever conversation right now, all he needs to cement himself is a championship as a top-five shooting guard. Cemented. So, okay, I'll – we don't have the same list, and I do disagree with you. I actually have James Harden fourth. Wow. However, the dude doesn't have a clutch bone in his body. He's got draw a free throw and get a ticky-tack foul ball, and I can't take away the fact that he's a great scorer. Okay, he's, first of all, so, he's got a great beard, so that well, puts some extra points uh, sure, ahead. Sure, obviously. Anyways. All right. And so, you've got him number four, so you agree. So listen, here's where the issue lies, okay? I- I'll give you mine. All right, it's MJ, Wade, Kobe, uh, Harden, and McGrady. And here's – I'll kind of defend that. And I know Tracy might be able to be pegged as a three, or he could be pegged as a two. We could argue about that. I think he was a great scorer. He was robbed with uh, some injuries. I think Dwayne Wade's best years were better than Kobe's best years. And what I mean by that is tell me who you think is the better rebounder, Wade or Kobe? Wade. Who's the better shot blocker? Wade. He's the all-time best shot blocking shooting guard in the NBA history. All time. No, no, it's undisputed. That's a no, fact. I'm, I'm not going to argue that. No, I, I thought you, you were thinking about it, all right? So I saw it. So, okay, better sister. 
I'll say they're they're pretty close. Okay, so we'll call even on that. Better clutch. Better clutch. I, again, it's a close one for me. And then better score, I got to go Kobe. So better score, Kobe. But who's more clutch? I got to argue Dwayne Wade's more clutch. I'm going to give you the score from Kobe. I don't, all have, around the, I don't have the later. stats on Kobe's clutchness. I'll tell you, Dwayne Wade's better. Fact. Now, Kobe hit a shot over Dwayne Wade on Christmas Day, the year after LeBron left, right? And that's who taught him. He said mama mentality. That's how he banked a shot and in. So one thing I, I give Kobe a little bit too is it's towards the end of his career he had a little more more winning than than Wade has had. He's had a little bit. No, he was way more inefficient than Wade has been. Wade has been the most efficient that he has been this year than he has his because entire he's in a career. limited role. Okay, and he's still putting up twenty five seven and seven against Golden State. He goes to the bag For one all game the time. At a time. Okay, if he's playing, if you average his minutes out over the entire game, he's going to be up there. But he's playing a reserve role, See, like you talked old, about in the first. Old episode. Man River can't make it the whole game. Yes, he and that's can. what happens to a lot of stars at the end of the career. They can't make it the whole game, but for spurts, they can make it and make it a good one game here, a good a good run there for a couple games, and then the knees start creaking. You know what that's all about. Shut up. And you know those those stats go back down to reality. I'm not taking anything away from D Wade. I think you are boss. What'd but you say? Say that again for he's me. He's boss. Okay. Let's transition into more of his bossness, which is his fashion. I think he's bringing the braids back to the NBA fashion scene. So I think so, too. I thought it was – I saw it on Bleacher Report. It was the most fire thing I've seen probably from Dwayne Wade ever. They are they – Other than the jerseys, crazy. the Vice City jerseys, all right. Those are – and I had that on today, right? Can't see it on Anchor and on that's our, the only uh, our time, podcast. That's the only time I'll let something Miami hang in the Worcester headquarters is if he's wearing that color. HQ1, baby. Don't try to run us out on taxes, all you right? You've also got some good braids, though. Marcus <laughs> Smart. You no, seen those braids? He put the really... Celtics shamrock in the top of the uh, head. One of the best defenders in the NBA. We're talking about braids, so I think we got to put all people in the category with good braids. All right. Well, I have nothing to add on that except the Wade's braids are way better. But Marcus Smart doesn't have any any bearing on this conversation. He's His braids. Nowhere... Oh God. His braids bring him into the conversation. He put a shamrock. From the greatest franchise in the NBA on his head in braids. Okay, awesome. I will. I will give you. They've been okay, around see, the longest. Of course, they're cool, going to be right? the most just, winning. Just in right? It's pretty cool. All right, pretty cool. Listen, how far has that 03 team gone? I mean, think about who was drafted. Right, LeBron, Wade, uh, Melo, Bosh. Yeah, Bosh is about to be retired. His jersey well, about to be. Bosh hasn't played in what two seasons? Yeah, now, but he's, so. he's so March 25th. He's going to be retired in the American Airlines Arena. With the Miami oh, Heat. Jersey yeah, they're going to yeah. hang his jersey, right? And that's kind of men's offenses there. You know, Dwayne Wade's already on his hashtag one last, last dance, right? Yep. Melo's out. Melo, I mean. I don't think he's going to sign with anybody. I don't think so Nobody either. wants him. He's a he's a guy who needs the ball in his hands. He can't do much of anything else at this point. Um, and he's kind of a ball hog like he's been his whole career, but now he's not efficient and explosive. And the last person left, right, is LeBron, who's playing anything meaningful. 15th and NBA season. 16th. Yep. 16th. Yep. Um, Got a really young team around him. I don't think it was the right decision to go to the Lakers. Did, no, I and I agree with you on that. But did you did you think this year would start off? Maybe Miami, sure. But LeBron James and Dwayne Wade are both fighting for the eighth seed in the playoffs. Are they not? Like, yeah. that's dumbfounding to me to think about. Well, They're both fighting for that spot. So, you know, this year LeBron's fighting for the eighth spot. But next year, let's just say he teams up with Anthony Davis. Or, sure. Yeah. You know, Clay Thompson might come in. And then they might, you know, they'll make the playoffs. But do you think LeBron can ever get back to that number one, number two seed of LeBron James dominance? I don't think – not when Kevin Durant stays with Golden State. No, I don't think they can get back to – I don't think he could surpass them in the West. If he stayed in the East, I think he'd still have a hard I chance think, this year. Right? I, think they Toronto, been, right? I think they would be top three still. 
like they were last sure. year. Sure, I think if you gave them Anthony Davis, they'd be a top three in the West, like one hundred percent. I don't know about that. You got some good teams out west. They you were four State, before he got Denver, injured. Denver, Houston. They were yeah, four but that was a injured. hot start to the season. Oh, okay. Um, but if you're telling me Clay you know, Thompson, say they went two max in the summer, if you're telling me Clay Thompson. If and they Anthony got Clay Davis, Thompson and Anthony Davis, yes, they could fight for the number one seed. I, I would say point. if they got Anthony Davis and anybody, including say Jimmy Butler. I know he doesn't want to say he doesn't want to play at LeBron, Kyrie. But you you yeah, have I Anthony mean, Davis. You know he's you 25 together, years old. Yeah. But however, we digress. We're projecting, right? Do you think they make the playoffs? And if is this a failure of a season regardless? So of I, I don't think the Lakers make the playoffs this season. Uh, I don't think they have enough continuity with their team. And, you know, I don't think it's a failure, though. I think LeBron knew going in that this year was going to kind of be a, a, up in the air. If he would have stayed healthy throughout the entire season and didn't miss those 15, 20 games, whatever he missed, I think they would be at the eighth seed now, maybe even the seventh seed, because they lost a bunch when he was out. Yeah, they did. But I think... If he had been healthy, yes, but now I think they're a little bit too far behind. It's only like three games, but I just don't think they have enough, and LeBron solely has enough to catch them up. Tell the listeners what we're sipping on right now. We have a little bit of a Harpoon Irish Cream Stout uh, brewed in uh, Jameson casks, and uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Not my favorite. It's a dark. I like it. Um, it's different. Here's what I think. I think that the Lakers – season and and i get you can't you know you can't affect how injuries are going to occur but i think the lakers season is a failure because this same team without lebron won 37 games last year with the nucleus of lonzo right ingram well, what are Kuzma, they on pace for Hart? this year do we know uh on I'll pace for this year i don't know right and i right now i do know the three and a half games back to the playoffs in the ac yeah. uh in the I'll west bring up what they got and there's about 20 something games left. so right now they're sitting at 30 and 32 um, and I think they have 20 so, games left. Yeah, that's right. And, and, you know, they're four games. What? Three and a half. Two games under 500 right now. Yeah, three and a half back of the San Antonio Spurs. And and, and, and who the saw Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers? They traded Tobias Harris, and yet they're still making a push to bring the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of tough teams ahead of them. Even Sacramento's been tough this year. I thought they were going to be worse, yeah. which as uh, a Celtics fan, I, I wish they were a little worse because – we're getting their draft pick, but now that's not going to be so great. But they got a tough road ahead. They have one of the top five, I think, roughest schedules left in the league. Yeah, no, it's going to be tough. Uh, I think uh, the projections are them going ten and ten. Which yeah, and if 10 they go and ten, 10 and ten, gets them to forty wins. Sure, but it um, doesn't get them. Yeah, but, but forty wins with LeBron. That's my point, right? Still so they were thirty-seven so, win team last year. So that's what we're talking about. Is at the end of that era, and and LeBron's dominance. Cleveland wasn't a much better team than he has now in LA. I don't think. No, but they played in the they played in the least during the conference. East, yeah, the East is a lot weaker. But I mean, is it that big of a disparity? 15, 15 win difference of I think when any so here's 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 a take, right? If they do make the playoffs of the A seed, they play Golden State. And is that seen, not a good ranking like a good ratings thing for the NBA? Don't they want to see that? You've seen what happens when LeBron goes in with a subpar team to Golden State. He got swept in the finals after you know playing lights out in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I agree with you. Do you think Golden State? Here's the thing: Golden State's been known to be notoriously have to turn it on when it counts, right? So are they going to be able to turn it on against a first round playoff? The Lakers might I sneak think, it, man. I think they are going to turn it on against LeBron. I don't think they're going to take LeBron lightly because they know what happened seventy three and nine. That they didn't forget that. KD doesn't know about that, but 
Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, my boy Draymond. Oh God! They all know about it, and the fire's gonna be there with them. They're I, not gonna sleep on LeBron. I'll just tell you that. I, if you ask me to put a percentage chance on them making the playoffs, I like the Spurs. I think they're battle tested, right? I think Greg Popovich is one of the best coaches to ever do it, and he'll always have his teams ready. Although I don't think he's got clutch people on his team, especially with Demar Derozan. I, I swear, I mean, like we've seen the guy; he's just a phony. He's a regular season. He's James Harden. He just doesn't score like James Harden. I don't think he's even close to James Harden. No, but he's unclutch like James Harden. You yeah. know who is clutch? Similar similar in their, you know who's in their playoff failures. You know who's clutch? Yeah, we'll go back to Dwayne Wade here, sure. But let's transition from one goat to another and talk about true clutchness. My boy Tommy B. Um, so I don't I don't really like that transition. Um Tommy B, he's <laughs> Okay, I would say you know he's got the he's part of product of a Bill Belichick system, is he not? Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time, responsible for at least three rings on uh, his own. Sorry, I was, uh, I was away. Hey, I like Tom Brady. Oh, sorry, that was our um, our Jenny take. That was our Jenny input there. Hi. Um, <laughs> what did you say? I stopped listening. Tom Brady's the goat. Responsible for at least three of the Patriots. I call him a Solely sheep. Responsible Can I call him a sheep? Three of the Patriots championships. Um, don't make me go on this live Six podcast. rings. Him and Bill, you know, together, I don't think either one would have had so much success without each other. Let's talk about that. Without Tom Brady, does Bill Belichick win a Super Bowl as a head coach? One Super Bowl. Um, it's hard to tell because there's so many variables. Um. But I mean, there's the likes of like Jim Harbaugh that's won a yes a or no. Super Bowl. Does he win a Super Bowl in yes. the last twenty years? Would he be yes. a Super Bowl winning head coach? I think he would have multiple. Do you think without say Tom, not Tom Brady was a part of the Patriots uh, franchise for say ten years and he got traded or he got cut, whatever it was. So you're saying with no with, Bill with them ever, never have met meet you crossing paths. Does he right? still get the chance to be the starter? Not maybe in the same Tom way. Brady? Tom Brady. Does he still See, get the chance? I mean, okay, I'll give him the uh, chance an of old, being an old quarterback on his way out, and then Tom Brady being the new guy coming in. Does he still get that chance in a different franchise? Yes, he'll get the so, same. So, hey guys, I just want to let you know we have a, a chat saying, "Oh God, nobody wants to hear about Brady." LOL. Who's that? Um, his name is Philly's finest oh, eighty-eight. I think Philly's. that's my boy Malik. Philly's finest eighty-eight. Malik, 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 I like you. What? what? Don't Give us a shout out, Malik. Hey, Malik. So, so, so let's talk about let's, let's take a break. Let's talk about Bryce Harper. How is he going to impact the Phillies? So I, I ran the math first of all. Oh God! Why is he getting only twenty five million a year? I'll tell you why. How did he get screwed out no, of that? No, no, Manny no, no, Machado no, can no, get thirty listen, million a year. I'm gonna. Yes, he has an opt out after five years. I'm and all so that. glad you did the math, but okay. you're completely wrong. Go ahead, enlighten me. They're waiting for Mike Trout to come to Philly. So what? Mike Trout is going to come to Philly, but that doesn't right, mean. Now we have another live chat. I'm sorry, another chat saying, "Fuck Tom Brady." Hey, oh, guy, hey, yes. yes. What up, buddy? That's Troy. That's Applebee's. So listen, real quick on Bryce Harper. They're waiting for Mike Trout to come in. He got the most years. He got more than Stanton, and he got more money than Stanton. That was the whole thing. It wasn't the per year basis. Also, real okay, quick, so fun, fact, fun fact. Fun fact. I did sure. math the other day. Okay. After taxes is twenty six million dollars. Hey, Hold on, it's Troy's birthday today, guys. I thought it was yesterday. Yeah, I thought it, it says, was yesterday it too. Says, hey, it's Troy. Well, we'll birthday. give we'll give a happy birthday shout out happy to our buddy shout Troy. Out. Like, just, we used to celebrate today. I that? sent a snap to him yesterday. You're lying. You're fake news. Listen. What do you mean? 
Not you. Not Troy. you, huh? Not you, Troy. So listen, listen. After taxes, you know what he brings home? Fifteen oh million. A year. A year. From twenty six to fifteen million. Yeah, that's crazy. That's incredible. I mean, I, I'll right, take fifteen million a year. Malik saying oh, God. the Phillies are genius. Mike Trout and Harper. I just said that, Malik. You're welcome. I mean Red Sox. Yeah, it's all about the Red Sox, bro. Sorry. That's what it's about. Still number one. All right. So <laughs> we talked about how Tom Brady. I don't do you think so he are you, are you relating? Bowl? Wait, are you relating what Bryce Harper did taking less money to what Tom Brady did for the Patriots all these years to provide a better team? What? Is that what you're going really? with this transition? No, I'm telling you. Oh, Bryce Harper's taking less money, so now Mike Trout can come to Philly. Tom Brady's done this his whole career. He's taking less money for the betterment of the team. Yeah, without it, he'd be a, a $40 million quarterback on any other team with all the Super Bowls. Okay, stuff. so we'll go back to our but original What I'm trying right? to tell you is Tom Brady would not be a Super Bowl winning You're quarterback. You're telling me that Tom Brady that threw 50 touchdown passes and 5,000 yards would not have even come close to that on a different team, maybe with a better defense? So, uh, all right, hold on. First off, you're bringing up a lot of stuff that's just incorrect. His defense has been the top 15 scoring defense sure, throughout his entire time in New England. Okay, there's been a lot Aaron of Aaron Rodgers has never defense. had that. Ever. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. Ever. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, of course not. Of course. The I mean, highest paid player in the league is a pitch. That's where we're going to go with that. Anyways, better back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Sure. Listen, better pure Tom passer, Brady. but Dan Reno is a better pure passer than Look, anybody, too. And he won shit. We're going to break this down like this. Tom Brady even said if Aaron Rodgers had the Patriot way, the Patriot he system, said that. he would throw for 7,000 yards and be a perennial Super Bowl contender. But you know what I said, too, uh, is Aaron Rodgers sucks. But that doesn't make it true. <laughs> yeah, okay? it's, it's completely so, false. Tom Brady was being a little nice, schmoozing his buddy like this on the back of the head. You know why he's doing that? Because Bill likes Aaron Rodgers. And, and Tommy was a little jealous. So he's doing a little reverse psychology there. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt you. I just want to make sure that everybody's still watching. So if you guys are still listening, can you guys give me some kind of chat? Because we want to make sure we're not having technical difficulties. Somebody is. Well, podcast is still going, so we're going to go with it. Yeah, let's keep rolling. Oh, oh. So you guys are wrong. Philly's wow. finest 88 is not Malik. It oh, it's is, not? This is Eddie. Oh, that's oh. right. Eddie. Hey, listen. Well, I don't know. Listen, Eddie. Eddie. Listen, my bad. Listen, everybody from Philly's the same, though. Okay. What kind of, what kind of friends are you? You all think the cheesesteak from Max's is the best. That's what my boy Malik told me. What's that? You take the 35th down to Max's or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's West Philadelphia. <laughs> um, I forgot. I forgot, Eddie. The He's ginger. a. It's the yeah, yeah, Caroline ginger got you. Eddie. Sorry, Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Um, well, you know, here's the problem with Eddie's take. He's also an FSU fan. We put no credence in any satchel-wearing we person take, that he is. We take no credence to any Florida fans around here. So, You mean University of Florida? No, the, Miami the entire Hurricanes. state like this. Listen, 305, all right? Uh, sorry, Eddie. We fixed the shout-out. Thanks for the Phillies talk. And Thanks for watching. The Tom Brady hate. I'm there on the Tom Brady hate. I'm, I'm with you. Well, we're there. I mean, anybody outside of New England's there, and then Tom Brady hate. Exactly. So almost all of America's with him. They hate us because they hate us. We're coming for seven. You guys know it. Barstool Sports fucking Coming leading the way. Seven, yeah. So, listen, can I update you on our last podcast? Remember the the poll we put up? Yeah, I I saw the results. Do you want to talk about bias, the results? Bias. The, what's the bias part? People hate the Patriots. All right. So More than they hate Gold So, State. listen, let's right, update sure. our listeners, right? That is right. Our poll question was... Who would you rather see win another title more? Which which team? Golden State or New England? It was close. 
It was a 58 to 42. Not close. That's pretty close. That's like two votes swinging the other way. We had, what, 20 voters? That's two votes swinging. You know, you drive me to drink. I'm glad I do that. I don't think <laughs> I don't think Brady wins as many Super Bowls as he has. He might have won. I'll give you that. All right. All right. All right. So um, instead of being hypothetical now, let's go to reality. He's won six. What are his chances going forward at number seven? I have them, right? In 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 I have to preface this with I think that the last couple of years Bill has done him a disservice in not giving him enough players around him. I think this year their priorities are wide receiver and tight end. And we talked about that in our last podcast with getting help. I want OBJ to come. I don't you think said that's it's not happen. reality. I don't think it's going to happen. Question. Hey, so I don't know if you guys later on want to talk. Well, in the topic here, it's saying Tom Brady wouldn't be shit if he was not with Bill. Yeah. So yeah, we talk talked about that. that. I think we answered that for our, for our listeners. I'm pretty sure I was a big proponent of that, wasn't I? I mean, I don't agree with it. Oh, I think God. Tom Brady would still have a couple Super Bowls. He I think wouldn't Bill even would be an NFL starter with if it wasn't for Bill Belichick's scouting oh, team. Absolutely. Oh, sure. He ran a eight-second flat forty. Okay, I run an eight-second flat forty. And you're not an NFL winning quarterback. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm a great fucking guy. Nobody's saying he's not a great guy. <laughs> his 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 skill is not his athleticism, and it never has been. It's been his determination, his passion, his heart. I think and he's his fire. A, no. I think he's very smart. Okay, so let's go through quarterbacks that you can remember that are more skilled over the past 20 years or 17, 18 years when Brady's in the league. Landy Don't know. Give us a shout out. Yeah, Let us, us know who you are. Out. Who is... Tell me who you are, Landy. Who's more talented than Brady over the past 17 years? More talented? Okay, I would say Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, okay, I'm waiting. Uh, <laughs> no, you, said more, you said more talented. Um, and, and talent, not just Tom, throwing the ball, not just moving, Tom, but no, the, the being no, no. able to okay. being able to That's you know uh, manipulate okay the line of scrimmage, being I'm, able to okay. see the coverages, sure, be he's, a quarterback. He's, no, he's absolutely oh, smart. Boy, Rob Olsen. Oh, what up, Rob? Hey, what up, man? Thank you for watching. Um, so here's the thing: I agree with you. He's not. He's not that he's not talented, but. Would he be as talented, as smart of a player, as analytical no, and without I, Bill's system? I said I think he would probably have two and Bill would have two without each other. That's still four separately. Now combine them. Who greatness. Six. Chances at number seven. 20%. Chances at number seven, 20%. 20%. I don't think so. What? I'm going to put the Patriots' chances at about 40% for number seven. You know, Patrick Mahomes is ready to take the league over. You know, Patrick Mahomes lost twice this year to the Patriots. And, and that was his fault? Have you? If, his defense gave up more fucking points than anybody. Nothing. Crickets. Nothing Thank you. It. I know you don't. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> point taken. I mean, point proven. Not to say that he can't, you know, win and move him forward. But Do you know he held the I ball for three minutes in the fourth quarter and put up 24 points against the mainland? He's Rob a boss. He's explosive. Thank you. Rob's a Giants fan. We don't listen to them. Oh, God. We don't listen to Giants fans. I listen to you. I'm here. Hey, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. So, coming out of you know, the AFC, right? Hey, Giants are 2 0 against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. 2 0, undefeated, baby. Eli, Hall of Famer. Going forward in the AFC, rank your teams. Top three. So, going forward in the AFC is Kansas City. San Diego because of their weapons. Not so much. I like Philip Rivers, although he comes up short. So you got Philip Rivers there, but who out of those three is the best quarterback? 
Who's got the best no, no, coaching? No. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. The best coaching obviously resides in New England. Second is going to be Miami because we still all the New England coaches, right? Set, all right, honestly, it's Kansas City, and I would go San Diego. Those, those you three. You can't put San Diego even in the conversation. You saw what happened. Did you know that they were twelve and four and were a wild card team? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter if that game's in San Diego. We maybe you win. don't win we by win that thirty much. No, you instead don't. Of a Absolutely blowout. not. We do. You you're can get delusional. You can I'm call not me mad. a homer. I'm just telling you, you're a homer. You can call me a homer. Uh, so here's the thing about Drew Brees. He's a byproduct of Sean oh, Payton's system. We're talking about the AFC. Whoever's yeah. there is delusional. On yeah, but I mean, he's a byproduct. Of, I, I, nothing taken away from Drew Brees, but he's a byproduct of Drew Sean Brees Payton's great famer. system. I, I think, don't think he's more talented than Tom Brady, though, over the last I think he's the smartest Tom Brady. He's a smart. He's a smart analytical. And his can read offense everything. is designed to be more explosive, which gives him those extra passes. I think they've done him a disservice too. Brady, without though, if you look at Tom Brady's offense, it's it's screen pass, it's over the middle crossing routes, eight running backs. Slants, I mean, uh, just the drop offense, plays, like, eight running backs. Drew Brees is think, 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 stretch it out, think, 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 stretch out, which so gets him the yardage. Here's what I, and I'm an objective Patriot fan, not Patriot fan, right? So I'm objective. Oh, Most Patriot Patriots, fans came out of his mouth. So here's the thing. Here, this is what I meant to say. I'm objective when it comes to the Patriots. Because most Patriot fans are not objective. You're obviously not. Come on, we've talked about it. You are a homer. We've said it. Here's the thing. I think that Tom Brady's been given the least amount of weapons he could work with. And I don't know why Bill does it. Because now don't get me wrong, Isaiah Wing got hurt. They drafted Sonny Michelle. But I think they should go after Noah Font. Right? Yeah, in I like that, round. but I don't think he's going to be there at 30. So they're going to have to do something New England has never traditionally done and trade up to get him. What I about, think he's a mid first What about rounder, Riley Ridley? 15 to 25. I think they need to go receiver or tight end in the first round. They have I to get this dude. Need- Here's the thing. I like seeing Tom Brady because I, I respect I respect his success. I don't like him beating the Miami Dolphins every single year. Listen, your time is coming soon, AFCs. okay? That's my thing. But if you want to kind of segue to the Miami Dolphins, report came out today, Kyler Murray strong thoughts of going at number one to Arizona. Yeah, so there's no chance Miami's going to grab him. So who are you looking Can you trade up and get a quarterback what? that you all want right, for right, this hold year? Hold on, hold on, hold on. If Kyler Murray fell to me at 13, I'd take him. But we're not talking about that. We You have to you trade to, up and get you want me? To, you want me to mortgage the future for Kyler Murray? No, not specifically Kyler Murray. You need to move up at least – to the top 10. I'll give you a quarterback. For Miami, right? We're going to talk about Miami sports. It's Drew Locke is going to be there at 13. And you think that's the guy that can no. – You think he's going to be anything better than Ryan Tannehill has been over these years? Yes, I think Drew Locke can be. I, I've watched his tape. I've looked at him at the combine. I, I saw his stats. I've watched him play in the SEC. He had a great year last year. This past year, he was a little bit down. Previous year, he's really good. However, yes, against SEC defense, he has struggled. But that doesn't mean a quarterback coming into the league – can't be tutored, can't have experience okay, so, and training. So and in, in past success from younger quarterbacks, especially that are raw and rough, have had a, a veteran quarterback ahead of them to show them the ropes. Who's gonna do that for him in Miami? Well, I mean, they could um, bring in they could bring in a veteran quarterback. Yeah, but a, a solid one that's gonna Short, be ty- you know, okay. Listen, you're gonna a, bring in a Tyrod Taylor, right, Baker Mayfield, is but is him first season out? Okay, but is Miami trying to win a Super Bowl this year? Because there's no, nowhere Miami's close. trying to improve. So then, why not draft a young quarterback? I think it's doing a young quarterback other than a bona fide stud a disservice to put him into a system that's not gonna help them. Was Drew Brees a bona fide stud? 
No, he wasn't. Was Russell Wilson a bona fide stud? Uh, he came off the gate pretty strong. Did you know Peyton Manning was just was declared I, not not of, better than a lot of Ryan Leafs, right? There's a lot of quarterbacks um, that have had a, a hard time getting into the league and getting started, but then when they got their playing time, they showed that they were the, the guy. Deshaun, I'm, I'm not you, we never Patrick know about, Mahomes about, was 10th. Deshaun Watson was passed over. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is in the 20s. There you go. I, you can find – I don't you know can. if Drew Locke is the answer. I'm not going to say that Drew Locke, oh, Miami, please go out and get – if I could get Kyler Murray at 13, I do. But I don't trade up. It's going to cost two first rounds. No, to go to number one. I'm not saying to go to number one. And that's the thing. So I told you Arizona what they're going to they do. If they pass on him, though, the chances of Kyler Murray falling to 10 where you could realistically move up and get to uh, a I trade don't, in there. I don't think he's going to fall to 10. John Gruden said – He wants a quarterback too. Another one that he's going to destroy. Well, he's going to trade. Here's the thing. He's Miami trade. needs. Um, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna work. I like Nick Foles. Now, if you tell me they bring in Nick Foles and they trade for AB and they go uh, DK Metcalf in the first round, sure, we're all in on offense. We might suck on defense, but I mean that's how it's gonna be. Hey, you guys want to do a call-in? Rob, why don't you call in? Give me your input on on this. Let's go. You have Nick's number, right? Yeah. So, so. call him up. I think that if Miami drops a quarterback this year, we'll strap up the Miami thing. There's nothing wrong with drafting another quarterback next year. It's an asset. It's a trade asset. And if somebody really likes the guy that's sitting on the Miami Dolphins roster, and they end up with the number top three or the top three pick, and they go for Tua. Well, no, there's I nothing like, wrong with that. So wait a year and, and then go up and get two of that because you'll be – Well, yeah, I honestly think they're going to – the last mock so that who, I saw, they might get Ed Oliver. So who is going to be Miami's quarterback this year? Uh, me. Because that's an that's, unknown. Who cares? Me. It is It is me. the guy coming from fucking yes. Napoleon Dynamite. Uncle Rico is going to be the fucking Listen, quarterback. I'm going to tell you who's going to compete for the, the quarterback spot. It, it, it's Luke Falk. He's gonna be our guy. You're gonna I say who? Exactly. Is. He was a developmental quarterback we brought in last year. He come from like a uh, uh, Western Kentucky. Oh, so Western somewhere Kentucky. like shit. Okay, <laughs> we're not trying to win games. I can't wait for I'm the day saying, Tom Brady retires I, and you have nothing. I hope that the Dolphins can draft Tua and bring some dreams. excitement. Oh, let's a shout out for a dad life. He said he would, but he can't because the baby's asleep in his. Ah, uh, now we understand. You're being a good dad, bro. Good dad, bro. We gave you some points on that. Um, I think you wait next year. I think you draft defense this year because okay. um, what's his name? Needs kind of Brian follow Forrest. maybe the Cleveland approach, sure. where they draft Miles Garrett yeah. and then they go and get Baker the next year. Yeah, but <laughs> they know, were number one two years in a row. I mean, they. I mean, the, no, a broken sure. clock is wrong. You can still, right twice if you a day. could get who's the guy you said that Miami might. At Oliver, at Oliver. If you can get his them. talent, right, Jesus, yeah, which is great. probably close to what Miles Garrett yeah. is, if he's even in the yeah. same realm of I that agree. kind of player, yeah. Davian Clowney, that that type of guy. If they can get him at thirteen, or even if they have to trade up a couple picks and get a guy like that, you have a solid, you know, building block on defense. Who do you, who do you think the biggest contenders in the AFC are going to be? Because you threw shade at my San Diego pick. Kansas City, obviously. Kansas City. I think they're the team to beat New Patrick England. Mahomes, to be honest with you. And, and I think, honestly. No, no, no. The one's a challenge, New England. Okay. Who's going to challenge New England? Baltimore. I think that's going to be a sleeper team this year. Do you know what's like Cleveland? Still, I don't think. Baker, Baker, moneymaker is a ball. I don't know. We'll have to see how they start the year off. That's a big thing. If they start the year, how they played the end of last season, 
Yeah. I think they can challenge for it. But the way the Ravens ended last year, making a strong push for the playoffs, young quarterback, New England consistently has problems with running quarterbacks. I think yeah. Baltimore could challenge them. Here's what beat them, though. <laughs> a seven defensive back defensive scheme. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson's going to get better at throwing the football. Maybe not, you know, Pro Bowl worthy. But Marty Morningwig's done a, a wonderful job being an offense quarter <laughs> in this league. Let me tell you. Here's here's what I think. I think Cleveland's a front runner in the NFC or, or AFC North. Sorry, hot take. Yeah, I do. What is what does Pittsburgh have? <laughs> no, Pittsburgh is on the beat. I mean, Sharp come on. I told you I would trade back, Big Ben. Top wide receiver. I would get rid of Big Ben. I would trade and Big like Ben Tom. for Mason Rudolph. He's got you know to be on Mason blow Rudolph it up there this year. That's I say a hot take. No, no. That's I say take. trade yes. Big Ben now. Yeah. Fire Mike Tomlin. Wipe the slate clean. You got Juju. Uh, Mason Rudolph. James Connor. James Washington. James Washington and. Um, Washington, the running back, who destroyed New England. Yeah, exactly. Plus got, the two tight ends they got. They go. got a good offensive line still. Their defense is still pretty good and young. Like, yeah. they could blow it up and start over and not be too far so, set back. And, and here I think the biggest the biggest group of challengers might come from the AFC South. And it's going to be Jacksonville plus a quarterback. Because mm. I think Nick Foles Yo, is going to end up. about Indy, too. No, no, I got them, too. Uh, of course. <laughs> Shout out Travis Hamilton, big Indianapolis Colts fan. Shout out to Travis also for the uh, artwork on the podcast. Dude, Thanks, Travis bro. has absolutely killed it with the artwork for us. Thanks, bro. We definitely appreciate it. Um, and if you have any artwork uh, considerations, please contact him. Um, he dabbles with stuff. I'll just put it that way, right? He's a, he's a certified dabbler. He's certified dabbler. Um, the Colts, the Texans, obviously, and I think the Jaguars. I think if you plug Nick Foles into that Jacksonville team, yeah. are they not a contender? With that I don't know. I think like like Pittsburgh, there's a little too much turmoil there. They don't have the right coach to get it under wraps and control it to where you know they can be a consistent contender year after year. No, I, I, think I see what you're saying. I saw reports today that they might be looking to trade Malik Jackson and um, Jalen Ramsey Carlos Hyde. way too much. He just came out with something saying he's already ready to hit uh, Dwayne Haskins or Kyle Murray, one of the new guys. <laughs> Let me see. I'll, I'll bring it up because it's a good one. What's that? Ramsey eyeing Dwayne Haskins. Already – oh, he's eyeing him for the quarterback for the Jags. Oh, I'm glad Jacksonville's going to move up? I'm glad you put that together. Think Jacksonville's um, going to move him up? I think Jacksonville's in a good spot to draft him. Where are they at? Seven. New York Giants are not going to take him. Oh, Giants are at seven. Yeah, Jacksonville. No, Giants are at six. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah the they are, they uh, want the quarterback. I don't know. All they the said reports. Eli Manning's going to come back for another year. Okay, but it wouldn't be a perfect situation for an established veteran, Super Bowl experience winning quarterback, beat my Patriots twice, to go and get a young guy to sit behind him for a year. Uh, I, I don't disagree with it. I just think New York is the epitome of uh, the rest of it, right? The epitome of stupidity. Because they've stuck with Eli Manning for the last, I think, at least two years too long. See, when's the last time a New York, a New York team outside of the Giants won a Super Bowl or a championship? Oh, the Giants oh, haven't since 67. Oh, nine, the Yankees won. Oh, you're talking about all New York. Yeah. yeah. Like well, just, the Yankees were, you know, in the past, terror. In the past 10 years, no, they just it's, suck. it's incredible that they can't figure it out. I mean, that's speaking to the Knicks as well. But my thing is I think Jacksonville is a quarterback away. And if you get the right quarterback, they're ready to go. I bring in Nick Foles. And I think that they are that group, right? You talk about Kansas City, San Diego, Cleveland. You say Baltimore. I don't know about Baltimore. When's the last time they even went into the playoffs? Who's the that? Jaguars. The Jaguars two years ago. They got robbed against New England. Miles Patriots Jack wasn't down. Miles Jack was not down. It's terrible call. Can you agree you know, with that? The ball sometimes just rolls your way. Hashtag Miles Jack was not down. Hashtag sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah. Well, better to cheat <laughs> than to be I mean, lucky. Yeah. Let's just stick with that. 
I mean, you've seen the ref walk up to Tom Brady and tap him on the ass and go, good game, bud. I got you covered. Don't worry. We're going to call well, that. When you're an established veteran, and we can go back to our other oh, goal conversation God. of LeBron, you get those calls, okay? You build relationships. The guys start to like you, especially when you're such a nice guy like Tom Brady is. Was, was D Ford offside? Yeah, he was absolutely offside. From yeah. what view? The only view that they have the on the show. The, okay. Was that an angle? Okay. Was it not but an angle? But did you not see the Saints game in the playoffs and they got completely robbed when two refs are standing right well, there? Well, that's why, you know what? Three refs were from California. So if it happened against for the Rams, you, you don't think saw, it will happen for the Patriots? You just saw what the Patriots could do in the Super Bowl. They destroyed the Rams. Well, you know why? Ty Gurley has arthritis in his Sounds familiar. I've had a lot of conversations about bad knees in this uh, Who? this presence. Who? <laughs> Who? Certified baller Who? right here. Hey, you're supposed to agree with me. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's wrap up this new England. Brady's chances. You said 40%. I said 40%. I said 20%. I'll give him 60%. Nobody wants to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. It doesn't matter why? what people want to see. Why is because. That? I want to see it. They've why because of no no no. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Well, you're, so you so you're asking. Yeah, let me finish right. Okay, so here's why. It's the same thing with Golden State. They become they go from an underdog to domination, mm -hmm. and unless you are a fan of that area, right, or you are a strict admirer, like I admire the greatness of Tom Brady, like something like that, right. You, you start resenting them. The Miami Heat went through the same thing. I have to say, though, my thing with Tom Brady, I feel like when they say, oh, you're old or well, sure. oh, you can't him. do it, I, I fuels him 100 Oh, I agree. I wish they'd stop the saying clip? Did you see the clip when yeah. Edelman was like, yeah. you're old, man, you're old. No, and I agree. just like, I'm not. But you asked me why right. people don't like to see it anymore, and it's because they've done it for so long, which is great because when you're a New England fan, like but you guys people are. People didn't say that so about the Spurs when they were on the But Spurs didn't win them. every single year. Yeah, so you're telling me you don't want him to win anymore because he's executing? No, it's 100%. It's 100 like, So like, like I said, it's the people that admire it that want to see it, or B, you're a New England fan. I, and that's why people don't want to see it anymore. I they want to see something what different. People need to do I'm just. Yes. I think okay. people no. need to appreciate. <laughs> need to appreciate something they're never going to see again. So you're telling me that everybody else can execute in their in their career, but Tom Brady executes and it's he's like, executed you know, six times. Okay, it's enough. Him, okay, so no, no, no. No more. Let's wrap up the dominated. sports talk for today and bring in a new segment. Me and Mikey B want to bring to you guys. It's going to be our weekly uh, whiskey tasting. Every week we're going to pick out a different whiskey and we're going to give a little taste. And uh, let you guys know what we think. So, Mikey, what qualifies us to, to give these ratings? Uh, we were in the Navy. A lot of drinking. <laughs> a lot we of drinking. Drink. We drank so, a lot. No professional skill whatsoever, just a no. lot of drinking. So, uh, listen, I'll break this down for you. Drinking, this is South Boston Irish whiskey. It's a product of Ireland. It's bottled in South Boston, right? Let's talk a lot of And it is. From Boston, Massachusetts. So Dorchester Avenue, Boston, Massachusetts. So if it's no good, I only have my own place to buy. Yeah, exactly. The mother, <laughs> the motherland. Oh, don't pour me that much. Thank you. Get out don't of here. pour me that much, please. Listen, this is for four people to try, okay? All right. All right, so for our listeners that aren't live with us, right, we're tasting this whiskey. We're going to give you a rating on 1 to 10. We'll take a picture of the bottle so you guys can see what it is, and we'll post it on the Instagram, at Beantown305. Yep. And the Twitter. And, and we also have um, Get It Together podcast. Um Listen, and, and we'll we'll put it on there as well. It's just like a fun thing that we wanted to try out today. All right, scale of one to ten, yeah. Yeah, give it a sip. One sip. That's the rules. One sip. Everyone knows the rules. <laughs> Everyone knows the rules. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to change that up. We don't want to infringe on anybody. 
You know, I have to say, it looks like apple juice. Give it a hand. Too bad it's not. Wow. <laughs> I love well, it. Or cheers. Cheers. So I'll say first off, it comes off strong. Uh, yeah. It's very and, harsh. And we got no baseline to go off of. No, this is our first one we're trying. So it's obviously going to be number one. So I, South Boston Irish Whiskey, you're automatically top on our leaderboard. Tops for this week. Tops. I'm going to go with uh, 5.8. 5.8. Yeah. You're going to go with decimals? Yeah. I'm throwing <laughs> decimals out there. 5.8. Um, it was a little strong, like you said. Not a lot of flavor. Um, and kind of burns going down. It does burn going down. Yeah. However, however, I think with a little bit of ice, it'll be good. With a drop of water. That's how you're supposed to drink mm. whiskey. Okay. Um, or scotch. Sure. Is that supposed that's, to make it taste better? No, it's it supposed to the, uh, open up the flavors and the aromas. So I'm going to go a okay. solid 6.5 since we're doing decimals. Oh, 6.5. Okay, 6.5. so let's write those scores down so we can get them on our list. We got it. It's official. We'll get a, we'll get a tracker going. We'll post that every time we do the, the I'm going to rate it at a negative 10. Because I just can't scotch. <laughs> what about you? Any of that? Um, I mean, I think it tastes a little sweet. Like at it the end. It's a little sweet yeah. at the end. So, the, I mean, I'm... I, I'm not a whiskey fan at all. I'm more of a wine person, 190%. Um, I, it's, a, it's a little sweet, but it is harsh going down. Um, I'm going to rate it maybe maybe because I don't like whiskey. I'll rate it like a 4.7. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we talked about... That's something I would definitely drink on my, uh, my, you know, my celebration day, though. So we got our scores in, and we talked about what makes us qualified to... Rate of whiskey. Nothing. And you're right. <laughs> no. A lot of no drinking experience. nights. A lot of drinking nights while we were so, in the Navy. Yes. Well, while we were in the Navy, um, something that we want to talk about, we want to bring up as a new uh, a new twist to our podcast and our kind of our network that we're trying to do is while we were deployed, um, I think Nick can you know corroborate this. We look forward to the nice people that would send us care packages that we never even knew, we never met. Yeah, and those you know, care it wasn't, wasn't anything crazy. It was a lot of candy, snacks, uh, sometimes some socks, some wipes, um, so, body wash, you know, all kinds of random stuff. But it's just like, a, like the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah but so it was also stuff you. that, you know, kind of just brightened your day that day. It, and it did, because day. you'd walk into the shop as AWs, right? We had it pretty good. We we got paid to come home and, and, and live in a hotel and drink beer at the end of the day, but not a lot of people that served in the military got that chance. Mm-hmm. So yeah. care practices them met, them met more than it did to us. I exactly. say we took it for granted, did we, we not? We definitely took it for granted. Yes. And on top of that, a lot of people getting out have a rough time uh, I, going through military to civilian transition. Personally, we've had it a little bit rough, but we've been lucky and fortunate to have good family and support and from our friends. Um, and a lot of people don't have that, and they no, can end up in a bad sure. situation. And so speaking of a bad situation um, – we had a thought that was provoked and it kind of came into my head. Uh, Caroline, my wife and I, we were walking in Boston one night and there was a guy that was sitting on the side of the, sh- the road and he had a sign up that said, homeless vet, uh, please help. And so we had just bought scarves because it was super cold down there. And next to the water, and it was, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Boston Harbor. And so it wasn't the act of me taking off my scarf and giving to him. That's not what I'm trying to highlight here. What I'm trying to highlight is I have no idea if he was actually a vet or if he has somebody else's uh, sign. But it, the it chance matter. that it does, right, it doesn't matter. The chance that it does and the fact that I came away, you know, driving home, I go, I feel like we could be doing more. And so I've held on to that concept and that thought for probably and two months, two and a half months or so was during the Christmas yeah. sliding. Yeah, and so yeah, and last think- night we kind of had a conversation. We're talking about our podcast today. and This just happened to come up and, and we came up with a good idea. That we want to put together a GoFundMe account. 
and it's called Care Packages for Homeless Vets or Struggling Veterans. Yeah, Care um, Packages for Homeless Vets. And what we want to do is we want to raise money. Um, we want to put together money to go put together care packages similar to the ones we got when we were in the Navy, um, but kind of more for essentials like uh, toothbrushes, toothpaste, body wash, hand sanitizer, just the basic everyday things that people take for granted that a lot of homeless vets or, or struggling vets don't have. And so we, I know that there's a stigma around charities and what they actually give to the actual charitable mm-hmm. donation. Yeah, and I understand sure. that there's people that take advantage of and, it. And, and to be honest, adding to that, like, I'm going to be honest, I've never donated because I'm so terrified of where my money's going. Exactly. Um, like adding on to that, like, we're going to be definitely like videotaping. We're going to exact, document the whole document process. The whole we're going to go live on Facebook. But the yes. money is actually going exactly. to the veterans. And we want to combat it. We'll make sure we have receipts. We'll make sure we go on Instagram and Facebook and everybody can see it. Um, and we know that we're you guys will have bullshit. to, you guys will have to have faith in us that we want to do the right thing. Cause we feel like there's more we, for us to we've do. We've been there as we were in the military <clears throat> and even as spouses, like we, it's nice to my husband call me and say, hey, we got a care package today. I don't know who it's from, but we got Never some cookies. We got some baked goods, homemade. You know, you could send Girl like Scout homemade cookies. goods, Girl yeah. Scout cookies. You could send a whole bunch of things. So it's just really nice to say, hey, you know, we're, we're personally struggling, but it's nice to at least have that support from your your spouse. It's a little and bit say, of happiness that goes a long way. It really does. The little things do matter. And, and, and I think that's really important. And so kind of a twist because we're not sending to active duty. We know those guys are well taken care yeah. of. We've been there. Um, we want to we want to change it up and give it to the homeless vets yeah. and the guys that really need it. And we got we got the details know. right. We got to iron the details out and, and, and how we figure it. out how to transport and, and how to deliver this product via whatever vehicle it is. Right, the way in which we we actually deliver what we're trying to tell you is we haven't figured it out, but we will, and we're going to make sure that it gets to the right people. We're, we're going to be right documenting place. the process um, for sure. And so, please, if you can, and once we get the shout outs and we get the tags and we get the uh, the online forms. If you have spare money and you have any extra, even if it's giving a dollar, just, a dollar yeah, we'll take it. We'll do the right anything. thing with it. We'll do the right thing with it, and we'll get it up, and we will keep track of everything. Um, and we'll keep you guys posted on the updates, and, and yeah, we'll make videos. Maybe your donation will help to make somebody's day. Sure. Exactly. And uh, with that, uh, we're gonna wrap up today's podcast, and I think episode episode two went well. Uh, I'd like to thank the contribution uh, living in the Worcester headquarters right here, right? Yeah, Nick and I'd like Jenny, to right? thank and our Monty? special guests of Jenny and Carolyn yeah. coming on today. We definitely Hi, want to give them thank a shout out. Thank you guys out. for watching. Um, yeah, we appreciate mm, it a lot. Make sure to follow us on at NickyMikeyB1 on Twitter, at Beantown305 on Instagram, and personally on Facebook. Also, with this new vet thing that we're trying to do, bringing the care packages, at, uh, get it underscore podcast is also going to be collaborating as partnership well. Podcast. Partnership podcast. Uh, follow them on all your favorite listening devices, Anchor, <laughs> Spotify, Apple, and, and give them all a listen favorite, as well. All your favorite. And if you guys apps. do make a donation, let us know. Post it to our page. We'll and shout you out. Hashtag we'll BT305 BT for vets. Spell out for F-O-R. And get it for vets. Hashtag get it for vets. So let us know. You guys have a good night. We'll see you soon. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love you guys. 305, baby. Have a good one.